this episode. Our Christmas special, right, Mark? Oh, not another one. (laughs) (laughs) Feedback on performance improvement doesn't work. What? (laughs) Let's unpack that really good thing you just did and figure out how to do more of it. All right, this kid's got talent. He's got no right foot. Great example of a strengths-based approach. (laughs) Uh, It's like Sean and I are the paint job of the car. Ascendant's the engine. Thanks, Dave. It's always a pleasure to work with you. Thanks. Well, all the wonderful customers that we worked with through, through 2022. Welcome to Anecdotally Speaking, a podcast to help you build your business story repertoire. Hi, everybody. I'm Sean Callahan, And hi, everybody. I'm Mark Shank. Well, this is uh, our last episode for the year, the last one for 2020, and our Christmas special, right, Mark? <laughs> the Christmas special. <laughs> the Christmas special. And this, this is where people's, oh, not another one. <laughs> so but yes, it's a Christmas special. Indeed. So, and I guess the... The story we chose today actually wasn't the story we first had, right? We um, we had a story set and then we had this interesting conversation just a couple of days ago about a HBR article that's just been released as part of 12 favourite articles the editors uh, have chosen uh, to celebrate their 100th birthday, right? And it's an article on feedback. Pretty cool. You, know, you think about it. Imagine getting on that list. 100 years of Harvard Business Review, and you're in the 12. Yeah, I know. That's pretty good. I think that's, uh, uh, yes, you'd feel pretty good. In fact, the the only reason I know about it is every morning I have a bit of a ritual uh, during breakfast where uh, I'll essentially do my reading, and and I get triggered often by uh, uh, Twitter. So I go and have a bit of a read of Twitter and I, I only follow, I, I never see anything bad in Twitter, right? All this conversation about all the terrible things that are going in Twitter doesn't even cross my you know, desktop because I have a list that I've created in that list is 50 or so people. And I just, I just look at their tweets and they're people from all sorts of different areas, a lot of researchers and things. And one of them was Marcus Buckingham. And he sort of said, Hey, my paper, and I can't remember his colleague he wrote it with, but um, he was just sort of him and his colleague, they were selected as one of the 12 for HBR. So it was that that got me clicking through and I then read this paper on feedback. And it was it was kind of interesting because um, I remember the faces that my colleagues had as I was telling them the if you like, the main results from the research that they did on feedback. Mark, how about I throw it to you? What, what were the big ideas that came from that paper? Well, so the, the first one being that feedback on performance improvement doesn't work. Right. Doesn't work. Yep. Right. That was <laughs> kind of a bit of a headline. Telling people where they're going wrong doesn't work. Yeah. Totally flies in the face of so much um, philosophy of business. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, we're going to give people feedback to improve their performance. And I remember as I'm sharing this insight, I could see my three colleagues on the Zoom call, you know, open mouth, sort of looking at me like, <laughs> what? <laughs> it was a, there was a moment of shock there, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah so, uh, By the way, Ashley Goodall was the co-author. Right. Okay. Very good. Thanks for that. So... So anyway, we, as I was just sharing this 
this article and talking to them about this feedback model. And, and, and in fact, of course, the obvious question comes from this and Rob Grundle sort of said, yeah, but what do you do? Well, it turns out what you do is you find people doing the right thing and you sort of say, hey, that's the right thing. Do more of that. Very much. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about, let's unpack the, that really good thing you just did and figure out how to do more of it. That's it. Yeah. That is the more productive way to, to deal with feedback. Uh, but in that conversation, it tr- of course, you know, these conversations often trigger stories and Mark, you went, bang, I've got a story. Yep. And that's and, what we're going to hear today. Uh, absolutely. So, and uh, a direct, you know, a direct line from the Marcus Buckingham Ashley Goodall HBR article, uh, which is called the feedback fallacy. Just if you, if you're looking for it, I'm sure we'll 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 share the link in the in the comments uh, in the show notes. Yep. In 2018, I was in San Diego at the ATD conference, and Marcus Buckingham was one of the speakers, and uh, he gave an example of this that I recalled when we had this conversation. Um, and I remember, I remember when you were talking about this. I, I remember saying, "Sean, how do you find all this stuff?" <laughs> and you <laughs> talked about your little routine. Anyway, sorry, little rabbit hole there. But back to the story. So, uh, as part of his explanation of of why we should focus on strengths, um, Marcus Buckingham used the example of Lionel Messi. Now, he's a he's a a, a football player, a soccer player. Yeah. And so, in Australia, just, I need not to just say, any need... soccer player, though, is he? Oh, he's arguably one of the greatest that's ever lived. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and like it's subjective, you know. Ronaldo, uh, Pele, um, yeah, etc. Messi, Messi. I mean, he's in there, right? He's in amongst. No, Messi's up there, right? He's you know amongst the greatest players who have ever played, and. Uh, he grew up in a little port town in Argentina, and he was really good, really young, like right off the bat. He was just awesome. And uh, uh, Marcus Buckingham, I haven't done this, actually. He said, Google Lionel, young Lionel Messi dribble and right. just watch him. And uh, you know, this tiny little kid just with the – it's like the ball's glued to his foot. Um, and Barcelona – uh, so Barcelona, a long way from Argentina, right? But they've sent their scouts all over the world. They scout Messi and they bring him as a teenager uh, to their their development camp, and uh, and they looking at him and going, "All right, this kid's got talent, comma, but he's too small. So we need to, you know, he needs to bulk up. He needs growth hormones." And he's got no right foot. Growth he only, yeah, no, seriously, like oh growth hormones. Uh, and 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 but the big one was he's got no right foot. He only has a left foot, and so we've got to. Yeah, he's got to build his right foot. So you know, this which goes really to means it really means he can dribble really well with his left foot. And oh my, yeah, like, uh, right like, foot, no, so not so great, not so great, not okay. so great. Gotcha. So we need to work on his right foot, right? Because to be a well-rounded footballer. You need to be able to use both feet. Uh huh. And anyway, uh, after a little while, uh, Messi uh, is on the verge of quitting because he just is not enjoying it. So they went, okay, okay, actually, let's just rethink this. And so they just changed completely. And they went, you know what? Forget the growth hormones. Forget you. You're completely awesome. Your left foot is incredible. And so 
two instructions that they worked on. One of them is wherever you are on the field, be really dangerous. And the second one is make your left foot the best, you know, like the best thing in the world. Right. And and so he did. And um, in the conference, Buckingham showed a clip from 2015 and uh, it, it's the, the the Copa del Rey, which is you know big tournament, and there it's the final, and Barcelona are playing their their opponents, and Messi scores what is arguably one of the greatest goals ever, and he just he he starts on the halfway line, and you know balls pass to him, and he passes it back, and then he gets the ball back, and he just stands there for a minute and. And then like, no, well, not a minute, for a few seconds going, oh. And then he just takes off. And he 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 gets the ball past a bunch of the defenders, gets the edge of the square, scores a goal. Wow. Incredible. Right? <laughs> and he touches the ball uh, 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 21 times from the moment where he's standing still, like yep. just standing completely still, on the halfway line. He touches it 21 times. 19 times with his left foot, twice with his right foot. Yeah, right. There you go. And 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 they all know, right? This is the thing. They all know he only has a left foot. And all of these, these are amongst the best defenders in the world. They're all trying to corral him into the corner, away from his right foot, away from his left foot. But no, he's just so good. And anyway, it's a it's a great example of this guy has got an incredible strength and telling him he's got no right foot doesn't it's not, help. It was not going to help. It doesn't it help. Gonna, yeah. So uh, oh, it's, fantastic. It's, a, it's a terrific, you know, like it's a, it is like a great example of a, a strengths-based approach. Now, of course, the bittersweet uh, postscript to all this is that Messi was the guy who shot the goal that beat Australia and kicked us out of the World Cup. Just saying, just saying, right? Probably with his left foot. Uh, <laughs> oh, we'll put to that go. in the show notes too. That's right. right. Yeah, with so. a little little frowny face. With a little sad face. Uh, great. Excellent. I love it. I love that story. So, you know, for our listeners, I mean, it's sort of a story that you probably could even tell over the Christmas period, right? It's it's a, just a, a nice little sports story. But, you know, that idea about, you know, Let's focus on the positive, focus on the good things people can do. Um, it's a really generative story, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I guess that's one of the reasons why we we chose it for our final episode of 2022 because uh, for many people, well, here in Australia, we're about to go on our summer break and we, you know, we've got the Christmas period where all the, you know, generally families get together and it's just a great opportunity to think about strengths, and what are the things that you love about being with your family and the, you know your partner and um, yeah was, and even it, and even as you do that little bit of planning at the beginning of 2023 about what we're going to do for the year mm. to think about again you know what strengths can I reinforce how can I make the most of it um, yeah anyway so let's get back to the story right mm. let's do our let's do our thing a usual thing so I told the story so what. What did you like about that well, story? Well, the, the, the moment in the story, which I, I really could picture and I loved, was the moment where he got to the halfway line and he stops. 
right? And he takes that few seconds to peruse, you know, the the possibilities and sees that, hey, maybe I should just go myself. Maybe right? I just maybe I should just be dangerous. Yeah, be dangerous. I'll be dangerous, and I'm going to go myself. And you know, with my left foot, with the with the ball glued to my toe, I'll um I'll kick a goal. So. Uh, to me, that was an, a nice image. I, I really grabbed that. Really grabbed me. But the other image I had was when you were talking about how he's a little kid, you know, and he gets spotted by the the guys from Barcelona. Um, and I could just, I was for, for some reason, I was imagining a kid on an asphalt, you know, soccer field, you know, built up somewhere in Argentina, um, and uh, you know, and he was just this little fellow that was just you know, zipping through people's legs or something like that. That that was the image I had there as well. So for some reason, this story does have nice images in it, which is great. Um, I think the, the real turning point of the story where, you know, they push him hard to develop his right foot and, you know, and they want to put growth hormones. I mean, I'd never heard of that one before. And I thought, oh, my God, you know, like imagine putting kids through that. Um, and... And and just that moment where he hits the wall, um, you know, I can imagine that it, it's probably probably something we could have heightened in that story. You know, that moment where he just went, "Enough's enough. I want to go home." You know, I'm missing yeah. home. This sucks. Why am I doing this? But I tell you what, it was pretty smart for those coaches to change their mind. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And what about you? What I did mean, you we, like about the story? We would have never heard of him. No, no, exactly. Was there bits in that story you enjoyed telling? Well, I, I, I guess I've got the advantage that I've, I've, I've watched that clip of him scoring that goal a bunch uh, of times in the last hour, right? Uh, and so, mm -hmm. you know, like I, in, it's the curse of knowledge, right? In my mind, I can picture that, that, and and the incredible nineteen touches with his left foot, two with his right foot, yeah, and. Uh, and he and he scores the goal. Yeah, with his left foot, of course. Um, so, I, I, I guess in I enjoyed watching the clip. You know, yep. I'm a bit of a sports fan, although I'm definitely not a soccer fan. Like, you know, it's it's a game, and you know, I, there are definitely you know incredible skills, but not something I'm particularly interested in. But man, holy smoke! Um, it. Yeah, so I enjoyed watching it, and we will put the link to the clip in the in the show notes because uh, it's really worth watching. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's great. Um, but you know, even with that image in your head of of, uh, I guess the, you know, the the last run to the goal and stuff like that, and and just going rewinding back to the telling the story. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm back with you. Uh, uh, back in in uh, the little port town in Argentina, and this little this little kid. Yep. Uh, but in my mind, I've got dirt, like a oh, built up dirt? grunge, yep. you know, grungy port town on dirt. Um, you know, with with uh, people of all ages playing. But the, the the phrase that stuck in my mind was with was like the ball was glued to his left foot. Yes, yeah, and I, I think yeah, that was that was the, the, that phrase stuck in my mind as well. As soon as I sort of had a little a bit of laugh of that because I thought, you know, it, it had a funny image for me. I was just thinking, okay, there's this. It was almost like a little bauble on the on the end of his shoe. Uh, but yeah, I, I knew what you meant. Um, 
Cool. I mean, and what about, let's think about what would, is there anything we could do to improve the story, right? I mean, for me, it's just that moment where he has the hits the wall moment. I think that could be, you know, sort of heightened in some way. Um, but yeah, it'd be, I, I think because you had that cursed knowledge of the run, I'm just wondering if it, if you can sort of, sort of say he was on a halfway and he, he shot to his left. He, he then dodged through four guys over there. I don't know. I, did, would that help or would that make it worse? Or is it better just to um, have it? Everyone had played out in their own way, right? Well, one of the things, and we've mentioned this a few times, is that the, the risk of sports stories and that if people aren't sports uh, you know, okay. not interested in sports, then in that they can fall short. So, I, um, yeah, I shied away from the details of his run, mm. um, and just kind of focused on the big picture. Our halfway line, a bunch of defenders, they all know he's got no left, uh, got no right foot. They're all trying to force him in the corner, and yet he uses his left foot, your left foot, left foot, left foot, right, little right touch, left foot. But, oh, sorry, I didn't say that, right? Because that because that, that would have been doing exactly what you said. That was happening in my mind, though. Right, interesting. So anyway, I, I yeah. I, I, wonder so if an analogy, I wonder if an analogy would work, right? Where you sort of you say- go on. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of riffing here and I don't have a full answer to it, but I may, I may so you, maybe you can sort of say, okay, he's on- He's on the halfway line. And imagine this, the dexterity he shows in the next 30 seconds is out of this world, right? Imagine um, there are 15 traffic cones scattered between him and um, the goalpost. It's a, it's a space of, you know, 80 metres. And he has to weave in and out of those traffic cones um, within... 30 seconds and then finish with a kick that actually curves, you know, like, like a banana. I don't know. I'm j I, yeah, I just I'm, wonder, I'm, you lost me. I lost I, you there. I, I, I kind of had a little doze in the middle of that. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. I'd like to swear, but I won't. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm just, but, but just yeah, I mean, think, something you know? like that, you know, like yeah. something that illustrates just the, the incredible, but, like it was incredible. Like a yeah. truly, um, uh, Moment or oh, momentous. It was an incredible feat mm. of of agility and skill. Are there other? I'm just going to go down this analogy path a bit further. Keep going, right? Uh, are there other sporting feats that are more note more known, right? That, like for example, do you remember uh, in one of the Olympics uh, there was a blind archer that you know, took the flaming arrow and shot it oh, up yes. through the air and, and lit the yes. cauldron. Yep. Right. Yep. I mean, maybe you could actually mention a couple of those amazing, you know, sort of uh, feats that people might be familiar with. Um, as and, an Yeah, actually, I like that. I like that. A couple of those. Yeah. Because I, I can remember that. Kind of, kind of, get out of there. <laughs> He's totally going to spear someone in the audience. <laughs> Yeah, Whoops, so sorry. Whoops. Monty Python um, message for you, sir. Um, <laughs> but yeah, a couple of those, and they go like it's of that magnitude. Yeah, like to give people an instant, yeah, feeling yeah. the magnitude of it. Yeah. yeah. 
there's always well, yeah as i say you know like i'd just seen it a bunch of times and it is mm. it is it's it's brilliant mm. so i um, think that might, so, that's that's the only yeah. thing that's the only thing i can think of um okay what's the oh, we've touched on the business point right at the beginning but is there other business points that one could suggest for someone who's telling it in a business context right well i i think it's worth reiterating the reason that we told the reason that we ended up with this because it's so counterintuitive and one of the things that we know is that with things that we're conditioned to we default to them so quickly and so easily so you know kind of reiterating i have no problems with with reiterating that point about um the research shows that feedback doesn't work yeah and yeah. that the best approach to improve performance is to strengths is the growth opportunity weaknesses are not the growth opportunity yeah yeah i remember someone telling me a while back that um you know con i think they were sort of said context matters you know take manure in many times you know manure no no that's right he sort of said feedback is like manure that's what he said feedback's like manure he said in the right conditions in the right time, it's great first fertilizer, but other than that, it's just horseshit. And <laughs> and I think, you know, maybe that's not quite the same point. But anyway, I, I just remembered it. I have to share it. Can't help myself. Yeah, yeah no, it's good. It's good. Um, okay, yeah. So that's that's is that the main point around feedback? Well, so uh, uh, if we expand our thinking, yeah, it's a great example of folks. Uh, Think outside the square. Yeah, right. Just not think differently. First comes to, to mind. Yeah. yeah. Just let me give you an example. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good footballers have both. You know, use both feet. That's kind of the accepted logic. Mm. Well, let me tell you about Lionel Messi. Yeah. Right. Left foot. Left foot. Left foot. Left foot. Left foot. Left goal. And and oh, uh, some of the you know some of the stats. Um, uh, of all these goals in his career, over ninety percent. Are scored with his left foot, right? Yeah, gotcha. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, you could use it to that. You know, think differently. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I know we came to this from the feedback path, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of thinking. You know, there are yeah. What else are... can you do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Very good. Well, oh, oh, I, I guess you got um, one more. Yeah, well, just you know. The um, if if something's not working, be prepared to change your path. Try yeah. something else. Yeah, you know, the 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 training, and then you emphasize. Yeah, yeah. You know, at the, the the Barcelona training. Yeah, uh, where the they market. were trying to get him to use his right foot. You know, pushing him, pushing him, and he's becoming less and less engaged. Yeah. No. Good. Okay. I think that's. Is there anything else we can get out of it? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, you're much better at coming up with uh, business points than I am. I think I, I hit I, the wall. I, I hit the I wall saw, quickly. Yeah, I know. I saw, <laughs> I saw you hit the wall right then. It was kind of interesting. It's like, no, we're done. We're done. Not enough. I of can't this. think of anything. End this else. episode. Get off. Right. Um, so, uh, are we going to do the Christmas thank yous? You know, I think we should. Let's do scores and then scores, we'll do. Scores, okay. Okay, so um, 
I'm gonna actually. I like. I like this story. This is an eight out of ten story for me. It's. I can. What's the. What's. Uh, what's his the f- footballer's first name? Lionel. 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 Oh, Lionel. Right. Lionel. Right. Sorry. An eight out of ten. What are you giving it? I'm giving it nine. A nine. All yeah. right, you're really and, and again, it. well, you know, it's just that like the clarity of this story in relation to that point is so strong. So that's why I love it. I love it. Okay. And and now that we've done this, yeah, it's it's for me. This is a really a reinforcing a lesson that I thought I'd learned a hundred times. And I say, stories are like raindrops, right? They fall down around us all the time. But if you don't have a container. They just get soaked into the ground or they run down the drain. And the container is your story bank. Mm. And I heard this story from Marcus Buckingham on that stage and I did not put it in my story bank and it had disappeared from my mind until you raised that issue of the Harvard Business Review article. Right. That's a great lesson, isn't it? Yeah. And so grab them when they arrive. Grab them because, you know, it's a terrific story and I'll definitely use it. And phew, there it was, laying dormant since twenty uh, uh, May twenty eighteen. By the by um, the way, we should tell our listeners that we have a story bank app called Anecdotally, yeah. and if you go onto the the Apple App Store, you'll see it. You won't be able to use it straight away because it's designed for business, and we have to set you up to to be able to use it. But uh, if you want to know more about how you can build a a story bank for your company, uh, we can help you do that with that app. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, it's like, it's, uh, what was it, nearly two years in the making? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so we're using it for some big customers at the moment. And uh, it's um, it's been really, really helpful. But let's not jump down that path. Let's take it up a level and yeah. um, wish everyone a, a, a festive Merry Christmas, festive season, whatever you're doing in this December, end of December, early January, you know, we really wish all the best and you have a safe and, and fun, you know, sort of uh, Christmas time. Um, and we, we we did talk about saying this at the start, but like a, a, a real big thank you to all our listeners because mm. uh, on, the, on the 9th of December, we hit 150,000 downloads of the podcast. Wow, and that so uh, you know we really appreciate that uh, that it's it's resonating that people are listening to the to the podcast, and uh, we really hope you find it useful because it's 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 our little gift, right? We're trying to go. We'd love the business world to have less misunderstanding, and one of the great ways to do that do that is to always give an example rather than a statement or an assertion. Yeah. So. Um, trying to fill your pockets full of examples that you can use. And uh, there's a whole bunch of people that we need to thank for 2022. Um, and so first of all, the, all the anecdote team who, whilst they may not appear regularly on the podcast, their ideas and, 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 and yeah, their contribution inspires us. Sindon Selick. Who is uh, our, our head of marketing? And uh, I actually posted something in the. Uh, uh, it's like Sean and I are the paint job of the car. Ascendant's the engine. Yep. yep. Right. Make sure this keeps going. Absolutely. Yep. This yep. baby doesn't run without Ascendant. 
Big call um, out to Dave Stokes, of course, and you know he does the audio engineering for uh, this podcast. And so thanks, Dave. It's always a pleasure uh, to work with you. Um, what else? Who else do we need to say thanks well, to? Well, all the wonderful customers that we worked with through through 2022. Yeah, uh, yeah like right. a, a huge list of people. I mean, it's a, been a big year of change, you know, for Anecdote, for our customers, for the world. Yeah. And I really feel that it's a positive tra trajectory. Yeah, sure. Yeah. There's lots of things that are going wrong in the world, but but we've there is huge opportunity out there, and we yeah. should make the most of it. And I guess you know, like like Lionel Messi's left foot. Let's focus on our strengths, particularly in this in this festive season that's that's coming up. Our strengths, the strengths of those around us, the strengths of our uh, of our people. Absolutely, I think that's a great way to. Finish it off, unless we've got others to say thanks to Mark. We're all good. Oh, so all I can no, say, all good, is and finish uh, it up. When, yeah. When are we reconvening, Sean? Oh when yeah, good point. Yeah, reconvening. So we're going to start up again on Tuesday, January the seventeenth. So you'll get your next episode then. So this will be the last one for the year, and we'll see you in twenty twenty three. And thanks for listening in to anecdotally speaking, and tune in next year on January the 17th for another episode on how to put your stories to work. Bye for now. Anecdotally Speaking was engineered by Dave Stokes from author to audio.